expansion no more struggle no more challenges no more battle because there comes a time where you need to rest from your battle and God said after today you shall rest from your battle the battle of your marriage the battle of your business the battle of your finances the battle of your sickness the battle of your shame the battle of your disgrace the battle of your setback the battle of the pains you don't want to forget God said you will rest from your battle And now, today's message with God's servant, Reverend Ismaila Awudu, Head Pastor ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Dagon. I'm sharing with you on the message I've titled Divine Favor. Divine Favor. Genesis 39, verse 19 to 23. This is the story of a gentleman called Joseph. Joseph was introduced to the pages of the word from Genesis 37 when he came on the limelight after his father has blessed him and given him all the coat of many colors and the blessings that pertains to it. His brothers could not handle the blessings and they became envious and jealous of him. They decided to kill him but by the intervention of the senior brother he was sold into captivity because of his dreams and the greatness that God has associated with his life. But even in a strange land, God did something miraculous with his life. And I want us to go into it. And then I will link it to what I'm sharing with you this day. He says, so it was when his master heard the words which his wife spoke to him saying, your servant did to me after this manner that his anger was aroused. Then Joseph's master took him and put him into the prison. A place where the king's prisoners were confined. And he was there in the prison. But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy. If the Bible you have is yours, you can align that word and showed him mercy. And Bible says that, and he gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. You can underline that word, gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. And he said, the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph's hand all the prisoners who were in the prison. Whatever they did there, it was his doing. The keeper of the prison did not look into anything that was under Joseph's authority because the Lord was with him. And whatever he did, the Lord made it prosper. Amen. Joseph found himself in a strange land in the land of Egypt first as a a slave who was sold into captivity by his brother like I said now when he got into captivity he was bound to fulfill the will of the captives he was actually a slave who doesn't have a say in whatever he has to do and then in the process or in the midst of it he got himself trapped with the issues that surrounds the palace the wife of the master he was serving who loved him so much and was pampered by the master the wife began to desire the young guy because the young guy looks very handsome and beautiful amen if you read the bible bible always talk about beautiful when they mean a person is a man amen but grammarians will tell you handsome so we have to put the handsome and the beautiful together when you put the handsome and beautiful together you get handsome beautiful amen so joseph was handsome beautiful and anytime when you are handsome beautiful you have to know that you are in trouble hallelujah so it is quite a challenge for the life of joseph but joseph was very diligent in his service which also made the woman also come to like this young guy now in the midst of it something unfolded he tried to sleep with the young guy but the young guy decided not to and one thing joseph said which i like so much he said not because of potiphar not because of anybody but he said that he cannot do this evil against his god Anytime you have God at the center of your life, you are guided anywhere you are. 
You are mindful of whatever you do. You are mindful of whatever goes on with your life. You are very careful whenever you are in any place or any time to take a decision. You always will allow God to lead you. Amen. So Joseph did not allow this. But the woman managed to tell a lie to get this young guy entangled with her diabolic arts. So Joseph was actually trapped by these words of the woman to the boss. And he was arrested. Now when they were put in prison, they put him in the prison of where the kings put his subjects whenever they go wrong. Those that serve him. That tells you that there are different kinds of prisons. Amen. But this is a royal prison. And the royal prison is just meant for all those that serve under royalty who are in the palace. When you do anything, they take you there. So Joseph got entrapped in that place. But what happened or what I'm sharing with you today is that even though Joseph was in prison, God still was with him. Tell the person, God still was with him. You see, when you walk with God, it doesn't matter where you are placed. It doesn't matter what comes against you. It doesn't matter where the enemy will send you. Once God is with you, even if you are in the valley, God will still show himself up. Even if you are in prison, God will still visit you. Anywhere you find yourself, once you walk with God, the presence and the power of God will always be there. It doesn't matter where they will take you to. God will still show up. That is why Daniel can be in the lion's den, but God still was there. Because God can appear anywhere at any time. And God will always appear when he finds his children at any place. So Joseph find that favor in the prison. Now, this is amazing. Joseph's issue is an issue of death. Tell somebody he's deaf. There is no way that he as a stranger came into the town for him to receive favor. Now he received favor and now he's also in prison. And what, according to the issue of the wife, it means that Joseph has committed a high treason. And it is punishable by law to die. Because you cannot touch the wife of your boss. Especially, come to talk of it, somebody who is the next in command to Pharaoh. One of the things that gives permission in scriptures is that when you touch anybody's wife, the person has the right to kill you. You are looking at my face. Amen. Even though the law will deal with you. (laughs) But it is dangerous to touch somebody's wife. So for somebody who is a servant in the house and for the woman coming to say that the guy wanted to sleep, in fact, he even she had an evidence of the coat of or the dress of Joseph. So literally, Joseph ran out of the bedroom naked. Hello? How many of you can do that? Amen. But Joseph ran away and the woman had an evidence. Now this evidence is incriminating enough to kill Joseph. And he was in prison awaiting his death sentence. But in that prison, God still gave him favor before the head of the prisoners. God gave him favor. Tell somebody favor. So instead of him to be treated badly, he was treated with respect. He was treated with honor. He was treated with dignity. In fact, he was given the charge of the rest of the prisoners for him to control them and for him to take care of them. Divine favor is something that God himself places upon a man who does not deserve it. Whenever we talk of divine favor, you are placed in a contest, in a place where you yourself know that it is not by your effort, it's not by your doing, but somewhere, somehow, God is doing it for your life. 
Divine favor can take you from behind and bring you to the front. Divine favor is what took a boy like David in the wilderness before his own brothers Eliab and Abraham for him to be anointed in their presence to be lifted as a young guy to take the place of Saul. Divine favor can change your destiny within a twinkle of an eye. Divine favor is what is the preserve of God that God chooses who he wants to give it to. So when you want to have the meaning of divine favor, you are saying that to be unfairly found or to be loved. To be unfairly found, fond or to be loved. When you have a fond for somebody, it means that you endear yourself to the person or you love the person beyond everybody. It means that whenever you talk of favor, you are talking about partiality. Hmm? So T.D. Jake says that favor is not fair. You know why favor is not fair? Because the ugly, the fearful and the wonderful maid can get something when the beautiful is not even having. Because favor can never be fair because you can get a last bone getting all the blessing and attention when the elders are there and they don't get anything. Favor is not fair because somebody can go to all the schools and have all the degrees and somebody might not have any degree at all but he becomes the boss of the one who has the degree. You cannot change it. Favor is not fair because someone that society might reject that people will not have anything to do with, God can choose that person and make the person a blessing. Favor is not fair. In fact, in the play of favor, that is where God discriminates. People say that God is fair, but I want to let you know that he do not say God. God is just, but God is not fair. He is a just God, but he's not a fair God. Because if he's a fair God, then it means that everybody should be blessed at every level, the same level. But he says, I am the God. He said, Jacob, I love. Esau, I hated. He said, he lift up another and brings down another. Why should he bring down somebody and lift up another? He said to Saul, he said, I have rejected you this day because I have chosen a king for myself. It's the same God that raised Saul to become a king. In fact, Saul did not kill a man. Saul did not sleep with another man's wife. Saul only took sacrifice for the same God where God said kill and destroy everything just that mistake Saul was rejected David slept with somebody's wife David killed but God still said it's a man after my own heart there is the most quick tempered person in the whole of scripture is Moses his temper is as hot as fire that's how the Bible describes it but God still can say that he's the meekest of all on earth what is God's criteria So God is not fair, but God is a just God. He's a just God because he gives to everybody what everybody desires. He gives seed to the sower and gives bread to the eater. He shows kindness to everybody. He is the God to all of it, but when it comes to his placement, he is not fair. Favor is not fair. So you cannot say that, listen, because I am a child of God or because I'm this, God is supposed to place me here. God chooses where he wants to place. That is why God can come into a town and there are many virgins, but he decided to go to one virgin called Mary. Hello? That is why there were many people on the, on the earth, but he decided to choose a man called Abraham and said, from today, I am creating a generation out of you. Do you want to tell me that Abraham was the only person living? No. But God is a God who is not fair when it comes to favor. Tell the person it's not fair. Amen. And I am sharing with you and to another thing of favor is to adore or place above. When you adore something or place above, it is favor. You can get a family where everybody is there. You give birth to all the children, but among the children, there are children and there are children. 
Oh, you don't get what I'm saying. You gave birth to all of them, but for one reason or the other, there is somebody among the children that you love so much that your heart goes for, even though all of them were children. Some of you know there are some of you who are father's pet, some of you are mommy's pet. It doesn't mean that the rest are not loved, but some of you, you are loved better than the other. When it comes to eating, father can eat and leave the food for you to go and eat and he will leave the best part of the meat and he will deny the others. In fact, when it even comes to sharing of property, there are some people who get more even though you are all the children of that person some, and some of you don't understand and you want to go and kill and do everything. I want you to know that on earth, favor is not fair. Favor is not fair. That is why you don't need to get jealous about your brother or your sister. Because if God chooses to bless the person, who are you to even fight it? somebody favor it is an undeserved treatment or unmerited kindness undeserved treatment or unmerited kindness it's a kindness you don't merit in other words you don't qualify in other words you you are not the one that is supposed to be chosen but it is just by the mercies of god there are many people, the Amorites were there, the Jebusites were there, the Amalekites were there, the Philistines were there but god bypassed all of them and chose the jews you can't fight it and you can't fight it, but God decided to choose it. This morning, I am here to let you know that God has favored you. Amen. I said, God has favored you. Amen. It is an undeserved treatment. You, you, you ask yourself, what have I done to deserve these blessings? That is where God comes to overwhelm you with a blessing and with a joy that you did not bargain for. He comes to overwhelm you with open doors you have not even prayed for. He comes to overwhelm you with promotions that you do not even seek for. He comes to overwhelm you with resources that you have not even worked for. He comes to overwhelm you with properties that you have not even looked for. He comes to overwhelm you with kindness that you don't even deserve. You know your life that look me, I don't deserve it, but God said I have chosen to give it to you. Somebody say favor. favor. Say favor. favor. So favor is not fair. Amen. Amen. Favor is not fair. What is favor in the context of what I've read? Number one, favor is the divine act of God. Favor is the divine act of God. Tell the person, favor is the divine act of God. In other words, whenever you are talking of favor or telling somebody that you are favor before me or you are favored before the Lord it simply means that you have been separated from the Lord so you can have multitude but out of the multitude somebody has been taken out as a special person the person will not have the credential or the potential you are looking for but God decides to select the person amen so it is a divine act of God it is God who does it man cannot do it Man cannot honor you until God honors you. Man cannot bless you until God blesses you. Man cannot favor you until God favors you. Anytime you receive the favor from man, you have to know that heaven affairs endorse it. Romans chapter 9, verse 9 to 26. I want to read something that will shock you. Amen. It says this. We are looking at favor. Tell somebody divine favor. Tell the person is the act of God. He says that for this is the word of promise. At this time I will come and Sarah shall have a son. And not only this, but when Rebekah also had conceived by one man, even by one father Isaac, for the children not yet being born, listen to it, for the children not yet being what? Born. Hmm? 
nor having done any good or evil nor having done what naturally by the laws of nature we'll come to that by the laws of nature it means that you say that when somebody is doing good it means that automatically the person is supposed to be blessed if somebody is doing evil automatically the person's life is to be a what a distraction isn't it naturally we say that by hard work or dint of effort we, pro- we are promoted or get to wherever you are and we always think that once we are on earth our destinies are already here we determine our destiny and we determine where we have to be depend upon the school we attend the education we have the exposure we have that can make our life worth better or not so if somebody does not have the best of education we have we think the person cannot succeed is that right okay but when it comes to favor the reserve the, 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 the reverse is the norm the reverse is the norm. Tell the person the reverse is the norm. <laughs> Amen. Have you met people who have all the credentials but they are broke? Oh, hello. Am I talking to somebody? And have you met people who doesn't have anything about what you have but they have all the lajan and they have all the influence and you can't even understand? Any place they enter, people adore them. You will enter there and nobody will even care about you. And sometimes you cannot understand. I just want you to know that there is something on their life called favor. And this morning you will encounter favor. I came prepared for somebody to receive favor. Because without favor you will struggle. Without favor you will fight. Without favor you can't get anywhere. God is the one that can set you apart and increase favor in your life. Listen. It is quite shocking. He said, for the children not yet being born nor having done any good or evil that the purpose of God according to election test a person according to election even in heaven before we are born the election has taken place God has already voted when you are being born into your family that within the family there is one man or one woman in the family that is going to be set apart to become the image and the fulcrum or the focus of the family I don't know who I am preaching to today but this morning I am here to tell somebody you are the chosen one of your family you are the set apart of your family you are going to be the light of your family you are going to be the voice of your family some of you don't understand why people have to fight you and you have to go through what you are going through I am here to prophesy to somebody because out of your family before you were born God has already chosen you to be the leader of the family you might be the last you might be the third one you might be the second one you might be whatever you might not be educated as them but God has chosen you by election by election by election look sometimes you can't do anything about it they can't do anything about it in that office God by election chose you to be favored at that company, God by election chose you to be favored. People will not understand. They will ask, what have you gone? Sometimes people think you have gone for a juju man or you have gone to do something. Listen, it is not about juju. It's not about anything. It is by election. It's by election. It's by election. Tell the person, see my side, don't be jealous of me. Because you'll be disturbing yourself. Tell the person, I did not choose it. But God chose me. He says, listen. He said, for the children not yet being born. Not that they have been born for you to say that because they are on earth. That is where they discriminate because somebody was handsome and another was not. He said, they were not even yet being born. Amen. 
nor having done any good or evil. They have not even experimented. They have not done any good or evil. That he said that the purpose of God according to election. There is a purpose of God according to election for your life. The purpose of God according to election might stand. I am here to tell somebody. The purpose of God concerning your election will stand from today. Oh, you didn't hear what I'm saying. I said the purpose of God concerning your election will stand from today. You cannot change the verdict. God has elected me to be favored. God has elected you to be favored. God has elected you to be a blessing. No man can change it. The devil cannot stop it. The principality cannot stop it. The witches cannot change it. Your family can fight you. Sickness cannot stop you. That is why you can be sick, but you cannot die. You will receive healing and you will rise again because there is a purpose concerning you that need to stand by election by election by election by election listen sometimes you go through some things and you survive and you don't know why you survive what you survive another man will go through it and will not survive it is not by might it's not by power but i am here to announce to you because time began before god created the heavens and the earth he has purpose already for your life that by election you have been chosen look they can't do anything about it they cannot change it the devil can frustrate you but he cannot stop your destiny I am here to announce to somebody there is no delay in your life and there is no denial concerning you there is something in heaven that is speaking on your behalf you cannot die until you fulfill that promise until you fulfill that promise it's a lie. Tell the person, my lines have been drawn already. Listen, when they say the steps of the righteous are ordered by the Lord, you cannot rule me out. You cannot rule your brother out. Because you see, when the righteous fall, it's like a spring. Bible said that he will fall seven times and seven times he rise again. Because there is already a hope in store for the person before he was born. And he said, listen. That the not of, he said, that the purpose of God according to lesson might stand not of works, but of him who calls. Not of works. Tell the person, not of works. Listen, I might not do what you want me to do. Your brother cannot do what you expect him to do. He cannot be skilled. He cannot be excellent. It is not by what you do. It is not by what you say. It is just by God's divine choice. Just by God's divine choice. You can't do anything about it. That is why so many people can be selected but out of it Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego who were servant could be preferred and excellent than anybody are there others not human beings tell the person look at me I am favored you can't do anything about it ah, I love it I love it I love it this message continues after the break from the ministry of Reverend Ismaila Awudu. Get these life-changing, inspirational, and spirit-filled books. The Mystery of Greatness, At Thy Word, Church Membership, The Blueprint of Marriage, and any other ministry product of his. You can get these in electronic format by purchase through downloading Reverend Ismaila Awudu's app from the App Store or Google Play Store. You can also purchase this book and other ministry product at the ICGC Yahweh Temple, Otinshi American House Last Stop, East Legon. Reach us on telephone, plus 233 277 250 420 or plus 233 
0833-249-393361. Email us, revismila at gmail.com. Visit our website, icgcislegon.com. Grab your copies now and experience a change in your life. Welcome back. He said, not by works, of, but of him who calls. It was said to her, the older shall serve the younger. As it is written, Jacob I have loved, but Esau I have hated. I am here to announce to you, those who said they will not serve you, will serve you. Listen, Joseph had a dream, and his dream, he saw the stars, the moon, and everything bowing down to him, which is a representation of his father, his mother, and his siblings. They couldn't handle it. He dreamt about the chefs who are bowing. The 11 chefs are bowing down to him, a small boy. They could not handle it. They throw him out to kill him. And one of the things they said, said, let's kill him and see what will become of his dreams. I am here to announce to you, nobody can kill your dream. The dream you are carrying is not from men, it's from above. You thought you have an idea. God conceived it in your womb before you were born. They cannot kill your dream and they cannot stop your dream. Listen, your dream can be frustrated. They will sell you out but you cannot be stopped. I am here to announce to you the giftings within you are coming out. The potential within you are coming out. The grace within you is coming out. The power of God within you is coming out. They try to stop you but I see your hair growing again. Your business will not die because God says that until the seed dies, it cannot germinate. I see it coming forth. I see it coming forth. The devil is a liar. I said the devil is a liar. He told you it can't be possible. Tell the devil I said he's a liar. Kai, he's a liar. He said, Jacob, I have loved. Esau, I have hated. What did Esau do to be hated? Sometimes when you read the scripture, I said, ah, Jacob didn't try. He, he, his mother cheated and all that. They robbed Esau because the blessing was, listen, before time, God has determined it already that Esau should not have the birthright. That is why Esau went looking for the savory food and couldn't get it. That is why at that time when Isaac was going to speak, the mother, the wife was listening. Listen, in heaven, whatever God has determined for you, no man can take it from your hands. Listen, whatever is your promotion, nobody can take it. They can manipulate, but they cannot have it. They can try, but they cannot take it out of your hands. Whatever they will try, they will fail. Because God has already chosen you. Tell the person, I am chosen. Oh, tell another person, I am chosen. Tell another person, I am chosen. Listen, when you understand some of these principles of your Christian life, you walk with confidence. You walk with confidence. He said, I have loved Jacob and I have hated Esau. Discrimination. Say discrimination. Look, God discriminates. And I love the God of discrimination. Oh yeah, you don't get me? That is why some people can have better greener pastures and some of us are still struggling in Africa. Are you there with me? If somebody tells you God has not discriminated, then you have not yet understood. God discriminates. Because it is an internal plan of God for our lives. You, it is about time for us to understand that God has set our life in place. That is why if somebody tells you you cannot fail, because it's not because the person is telling you, it's because what God has written is that you can't fail. <laughs> 
Tell the person you can't fail. Let me quickly run through. He said, What shall we say then? Is there unrighteousness with God? Certainly not. For he says to Moses, So it doesn't mean there is unrighteousness with him. No. He says to Moses, I will have mercy on whomever I will have mercy. Tell the person, God will have mercy on whoever you choose to have mercy. We call it the sovereign art of God. And by the sovereign art of God, you can't question his sovereignty. Hello? That is his judicial authority and his territorial authority. He chooses what he wants to do with your life. In fact, he can play you in his hands like a, a master chess player. If God decides today that he wants you to leave all your banking job or whatever to become a pastor, you can't run away from it. If you like, go to Jerusalem and come back, he will cross your path. When he needed Saul, he didn't waste his time. When he saw Saul on the mountain of horse and he was going to destroy, then he crossed his path. He said, Saul, you cannot kick against the pricks. This is the time now I need you. You got him. I am here to tell somebody, God sent me to declare to you, get your house in order. If God has called you for a higher office, get your house in order. Because some of you, God is going to separate you because before you were born, God called you as pastors. He called you as prophets. He called you as businessmen. He called you as doctors. He called you as engineers. And nothing can change it. Nothing can change it. You are doing your own thing, but God is, he will cross your path one of these days. He said, for he says to Moses, I will have mercy on whomever I will have mercy. Tell the person in favor. It's the divine act of God. He said, and I'll have compassion on whomever I'll have compassion. And he says, so then it is not of him who wills. Tell the person, it's not of him who wills. Nor of him who runs. Say, not of him who runs. But of God who shows what? Mercy. I am here to announce to you, it is not how fast you run. It is not how quick you are. Smartness does not pay. It is just by the divine act of God. I am here to announce to somebody, you are blessed for favor because God has decided to bless you. Listen, don't be afraid of who is going ahead of you. Don't be afraid of who has left you. There is no lateness to the child of God who understands favor because when the time comes, those that have gone ahead of you, God will cause you to overtake them. And I see an overtaking in the house. I said, I see an overtaking in the house. I see a serious overtaking in the house. Because God is bringing some people to overtake. There is a new grace in the house. There is a new glory in the house. There is a new favor in the house. That some of you are going to be favored in your office. You are going to be favored in your family. You are going to be favored in your marriage. You are going to be favored in your business. You are going to be favored in things you do. You will ask yourself, what have I done to deserve this favor? I am here to announce to you the same way you have not done anything and people hated you in the same God says you have not done anything but I will favor you. For Bible said that when God saw that Leah was hated by Jacob, God opened her womb and God gave her more blessing. I am here to announce to you by the measure of the hatred men gave you, the same way God will show you love and kindness by the measure of the reproach men and stand to you, the same way God is going to lift you up by the measure of the suffering and the pain you have gone through, the favor of God is going to locate you. I prophesy into your life that God 
God is bringing you from the place of disfavor into the place of favor because you have paid a price that you don't deserve to pay. You have gone through some things that you don't deserve to go through because of the shame they place upon you. God said, I will favor you for them to know that without me, they can do nothing. Joseph brother said they will not bow, but when the hour came, they bowed unto him. I am here to announce to you, they have sold you, but they cannot kill you. And the time shall come for them to bow. They will say, will not bow, but it is time for them to bow. They will say no, but it is time for them to say yes. Because when favor comes upon a man, you cannot change the verdict. Change the verdict. Tell the person in favor. It's my portion. Tell the person in favor is my portion. The Lord will show you mercy. The Lord will show you compassion. The compassion of God concerning you is not because you are too righteous. The compassion of God towards you is not because you are too excellent and eloquent. The mercy of God towards you is not because you are super anointed. It is just by the choice of God. Just by the choice of God. I will show mercy to whom I want to show mercy. Sometimes you walk in love and say, what sin have I committed? It's because of the sins I've committed. That's why God is not coming. I am here to announce to you, there is none that is perfect and just before the Lord. Because the Lord is a higher judge of justice than any of us can even talk of. His standard no one can meet. But Bible says that through the shed blood of Christ Jesus, we have been made partakers of the divine inheritance. And so I am here to announce to somebody, by being a partaker of the divine inheritance, the mercy of God has located you. The compassion of God has located you. The favor of God has located you. It has located you. He says, listen, I will have mercy on whomever I want to have mercy. And I will have compassion on whomever I want to have compassion. So that it is not of him who wills, not of him who runs, but of God who shows mercy. For the scripture says to Pharaoh, to Pharaoh. Some of us, listen, read the issue of the Israelites in Egypt and, and we say wow God before time God has already them in fact God decided because anytime you really said and, and, and the new Pharaoh came up who did not know Joseph the question I want to ask you which child does not know Dr. Kwame Nkrumah hello how many of you here don't know Dr. Kwame Nkrumah you have not heard about Dr. Kwame Nkrumah before so you have all heard about Dr. Kwame Nkrumah because you know even Kotoka and Afrifa who are dead and gone we still remember all of them because history can never die. Even today, we are living in even modern days. We are not in the dark ages. We are not in the stone ages. We know the history of the, of the pharaohs or the Egyptians. And nobody can tell us that there was no pharaohs. And nobody can tell there was no Joseph in Egypt. But Bible said that the pharaoh that came on forgot about Joseph. And you can't understand why. But I'm reading it here because the New Testament makes all things clear. He said, listen. For the scripture says to pharaoh, for this very purpose... I have raised you up that I may show my power in you. Hey, and that my name may be declared in all the earth. Listen, I am here to announce to somebody the enemies that are troubling your life, God lifted them up to destroy them. Oh, you didn't hear what I am saying. You see, God decided to set them up, but they didn't know. God hardened their heart to refuse you the favor. God hardened their heart to neglect you. God hardened their heart not to show you kindness. God hardened their heart to take you through trouble and pain. But you see, God deliberately did that so that when God lifts you up, the glory and the honor shall be unto him. I am here to prophesy to somebody because the stone that the builders rejected shall become a cornerstone. Your family rejected you. Your friends looked down upon you. They did so many things to your life. You thought God has neglected you. But God said, for this purpose, he has raised Pharaoh. For this purpose. 
What purpose? The purpose to destroy him. The purpose to destroy him. God gave the prophecy to Israel in Genesis chapter 15 that they will go into another man's land. They did not go there being bound. They went there as free men. And when they were coming out, they did not come out empty-handed. They came out with booties. I am here to announce to somebody, anybody that has taken from you shall repay double. You see, if, if you understand some of these things, you will not worry yourself. Some of the things you take, they take you through. You, you go fighting people. You go insulting them. You go having the, leave the battle for the Lord. Because you see, when, when Joseph brothers thought they were destroying him. Hello? Because they sold him to be destroyed, isn't it? But not knowing, Psalm 105 made us to understand that even in their selling, it was God who orchestrated it. Some of you, the quarrel that came between you and your friends, it was God's deliberate act. Because if God has not separated you from that friend, you will never see the glory of God in your life. Bible says in Isaiah chapter 6, it said, the day King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord. Because Isaiah was a pro- palace prophet. And Uzziah has been there all this while and is blinding the vision of Isaiah. I declare to you, your Uzziahs will die in your life. So that you can see the glory of the Lord. Some of you, the, 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 the companies, the places they drove you out. They drove you out because God was about to lift you up. The things you went through, God it deliberately did that so that he can draw you closer to himself. You know how to pray better. You know how to assess the will of God. You know how to stand on your own. You know how to take decisions. Some of you, if you have not had those tremors in your relationship, you know I've respected marriage today. I don't know who I'm preaching to. If, if you have not lost those jobs, you wouldn't have respected it. You see, any pain you had was as a result to mature you and to make you better. And who the Lord loves, he chastises. I am here to announce to somebody, the pain you went through, the shame you went through, the struggle you went through, were orchestrated by God for your lifting up. And I see you on top. You are not going to be destroyed. You are not going to be disgraced. That disgrace will not come. No matter how close it shall be, you will just look upon it and say, the Lord is with me. Who can be against me who can be against me I love it it's a divine act of God and he says this I'm reading to the verse number 20 he said verse 19 says it is a therefore he has mercy on whom he wills and whom he wills he hardens you will say to me then why does he still find fault why does God still find fault for who has resisted his will? But indeed, O oh man, who are you to reply against God? Who are you to reply against God? A lot of us are replying against God. God, why me? God, why? If it is not you, then who else? Hello? Listen, what you go through becomes your autobiography. If people cannot read your life, then you have nowhere going. I don't want to follow a man who got up from the backside of his bed, eating jollof and salad, and jumped out and said, Follow me. Because he knows nothing. The house fowl and the pottery fowl, they are not equals. The house fowl has an experience of the jungle. He knows how to swerve 
uh, 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 what do you call it? A hawk. He knows how to escape some snakes. He knows how to dig with his pick and get out some some uh, 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 what do you call it? Worms out of the ground to be able to eat. He knows how to go into the bush to look for his own food. He knows how to even fly sometimes and perch under this thing. But the pottery farm is so heavy that he cannot even fly. I don't want to follow a pottery farm. I want to follow a house farm. Because show me your experiences and I will show you where you are taking me. I am here to announce to somebody. Paul said, do not trouble me anymore because I bear in my body the marks of Christ. If you can't suffer anything, you cannot counsel me. If you have not paid a light bill before, you cannot tell me how to manage my finance. Are you understanding what I'm saying? If you have not bought a fuel before, you can't tell me I should manage my car. Are you getting what I'm saying? If you have not married before, you don't know what I go through as a husband. I'm here to prophesy to somebody. Your pain is your record and your wisdom. There is difference between theory and practical. Oh, I don't know who I'm talking to. I said there's a difference between theory and practical. You can rattle your theory, but when the practical person gets there, he will show you there's a difference between what you learn in the university and what is practice in reality. I am here to announce to you, God is not looking for theories, but he's looking for practicality. And you qualify to be the one. So whomever the Lord loves, he chastises. He chastises. Tell the person, your life is a practical one. Have you ever met any man that God has made or anybody that has succeeded and doesn't have a story before? Look, you will never like my past. It's too ugly. You will never like the past of any great man. It's too ugly. But in that ugliness comes the beauty of God. I don't know who I am talking to. Have you messed up before? Thank God you messed up. Have you fallen before? Thank God you fell. Have you lost some business opportunity? Thank God you, you lost them. Thank God you lost that money. God made it so that you may learn and mature. Tomorrow you can have better ideas of business. Better ways of investment. Better ways of thinking. You see, knowledge does not come cheap. It comes by what you have suffered. Life is a school on its own. And whatever you pass through adds up to your maturity of life. If you have not gone through anything before, you don't understand how it means to fall. But if you have fallen before, you will appreciate somebody who is on the ground. And you will give an example, an idea to the person to lift him up. I am here to announce to somebody, don't lie on the floor. Don't let people wait, beat you down. Don't look at yourself as a failure. Listen, you fail so that you can succeed. You fail so that you can succeed. He said, Oh man, who are you to reply against God? Would the, would the thing formed say to him who formed it, Why have you made me like this? Does not the potter have power over the clay? From the same lamb to make one vessel for honor and another for dishonor? God makes vessels. You are a vessel, I'm a vessel. He said, The same way he makes one vessel for honor and another for dishonor. So there are people who are fearfully made and wonderfully made. You will meet some people who said, I. You look at the person and you know that, wow. This message continues after the break. From the ministry of Reverend Ismaila Awudu. 
Get these life-changing, inspirational, and spirit-filled books. The Mystery of Greatness, At Thy Word, Church Membership, The Blueprint of Marriage, and any other ministry product of his. You can get these in electronic format by purchase through downloading Reverend Ismaila Awudu's app from the App Store or Google Play Store. You can also purchase this book and other ministry product at the ICGC Yahweh Temple, Otinshi American House Last Stop, East Legon. Reach us on telephone, plus 233-277-250420 or plus 233-249-393361. Email us, refismila at gmail.com. Visit our website, icgcislegon.com. Grab your copies now and experience a change in your life. Welcome back. I am here to announce to you. You can look ugly, but God made you so. You can look beautiful, but God made you so. No matter your shape and your body, God designed you to be like that. He designed you to be like that. Don't let people look down upon you and think you are not you don't deserve it. God made you for honor, and he made somebody for dishonor. But no matter how God created us, he created us for his honor. Tell the person I'm for honor. He said, what if God wanted to show his wrath and to make his power known? Endure with much long suffering the vessels of wrath prepared for destruction and that he might make known the riches of his glory on the vessels of mercy which he had prepared beforehand for glory. God prepared the vessels of honor beforehand for glory. Tell the person you have been prepared beforehand for glory. Oh, say it as if you mean it. Listen, listen. Christianity is the great confession. If you can't confess, you can't have it. Listen to me. You are not saying by based on who you are now. You are saying by what heaven says you are. And when you confess it, you shall become. Tell the person you have been prepared for glory. Listen, it doesn't matter what you are going through. I said you have been prepared for glory. Because before time, you were prepared for glory. Before you were born, you were prepared for glory. Before your mother conceived, you were prepared for glory. She were conceived on the ball, but you were prepared for glory. She were conceived in the ghetto, you were prepared for glory. She were not giving birth in a better place, you were prepared for glory. Give me a break. You can You see, sometimes you have to get to that realization. I was born a Muslim. I stayed with my parents. I never at one point crossed my mind. Neither has it crossed the mind of my parents. Today, I'll be standing here preaching as a pastor. You did not choose me. I did not choose myself. But before time, God prepared me as a vessel to be a preacher. And when the appointed time came, I got it. When Kofi Annan became the, the, the president of the United Nations, it was not his turn. And it's not the turn of a black man. It was impossible for a black man to see because after Butros, Butros Gali has been on it, the next person to take over was not a black person. Check history. And he doesn't deserve to come. In fact, on the United Nations list, he's not even close. He was not even close. But before the time God created him, he prepared him as a vessel of glory. So when the time of his appointment came, God changed the status and he was lifted and became the United Secretary of the UN. I am here to announce to you the seat belongs to you, the promotion belongs to you, the glory belongs to you, the honor belongs to you. You have been prepared for that chair. You have been prepared for that honor. It doesn't matter the line. It doesn't matter the role. It doesn't matter the people. God will bypass them and lift you up. You were prepared before time for glory. You have the glory. You have the glory. You have the glory. You are not a failure. You are not a disappointment. 
You are not a survivalist. You have survived because greater is he that is in you than the one that is in the world. They cannot stop you. They cannot change it. God prepare you before time. You cannot die. Don't let your mind fight you. You are not a mistake. You can never fail because you have been prepared for the glory of the Lord before the foundations of the earth. The Lord has already chosen you. He has already chosen you. Tell the person you might not like me. Tell the person you might not like me. You might not like my guts. I will not look like that. But God has chosen me before time began to be a vessel of glory, to be a vessel of honor. I look into your eyes this hour and I tell you, you might be poor, but God said you have a glory. You might not have it, but God said you have a glory. You shall be rich because God has declared that you are rich. You shall prosper because God has already declared it. Your prosperity is not now. Your prosperity is not based on what you have. It is based on what heaven has declared. Your lifting up is not based by men because God is the one that lifts up another. I see God lifting you up. I see God favor you. I see God making a way. You need to have this confidence. You need to move by this confidence. Knowing for a fact that you are not a mistake. God has prepared you as a vessel of glory. Prepare beforehand. Prepare beforehand. Prepare beforehand that the riches of the Lord shall be made manifest in your life. You are a vessel of mercy. You are a vessel of mercy. You are not a bad luck. Listen, you need to get this idea into you. You need to imbibe it. Romans chapter 8 tells us clearly. He says that to whom God called, he predestined. In other words, our destination has already been done. God has set the agenda and place for us. Listen, if you are going this way and you don't know where you are going, God is crossing your path with all the things. The devil thought he's putting obstacle, but God is trying to use the obstacle to bring you on course. I see you coming on course. I said, I see you coming on course. After today, you will not walk in strange places. You will walk in your place of divine. You will walk in your place of placement. Listen, people will say, they can say it, but you are who God says you are. Uh, you, there is no equal about you. Tell the person, I am not like you. Tell the person, I am not like you. Oh, tell the person, I am not like you. I am different from you. My finger is not your finger. Because God has prepared me uniquely for something my assignment is different I declare to you today by your assignment you have your stature by your assignment you have your height by your assignment you have your body by assignment you have your nose by assignment you have your leg and based your assignment you can't fail I prophesy you cannot fail I declare you cannot fail I decree you cannot fail they will try to stop you but you can't fail no matter what challenges you meet on the way say to yourself greater is he that is in me than the one that is in the world whenever you meet any trouble say oh you trouble you shall become like nothing before me when you meet an obstacle say you shall become a lift in my life when pain come to you just rejoice with the Lord because it is your lifting up before time began God made you a blessing rise up on your feet somebody Thank you very much for listening. 
This is a message from ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Ligon. We know you've been blessed by God's Word. For more quality and practical teachings of Reverend Ismaila Abudu, visit us online at www.icgceastlegon.com or email to yahwehtempleicgc at gmail.com or call us on 057-2260-434 or 057-2260-435. You can also worship with us on Sundays from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. On Tuesdays at 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. for our empowerment teaching service. And Fridays at 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. for our breakthrough prayer service. You can also connect with us on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. God bless you. And my Lord with you.